This is the story of John and his mission to find his Christmas tree love. Well, he's already found her, she just doesn't know yet. You see, John decided that this Christmas would be the year he'd finally show Sarah how much he loved her. But what would he do? What would be his grand gesture? Then it hit him. Sarah's favourite Christmas carol, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Bingo! In the song, a true love sends gifts on the twelve days of Christmas to the person they love. Perfect! He'd just have to try get everything from the song before Christmas. But how hard could it be? A partridge in a pear tree. What about a pigeon in an apple tree? Nah, she definitely knows the difference. So John set up to work. He researched and researched until he found out the partridges don't even make nests in trees. They make them on the ground. How on earth would he make one stay in a pear tree? Think, John, think. Oh no, maybe this is going to be much harder than I thought. What was I thinking? A partridge in a pear tree? Why not just get her something easy, like flowers or earrings? It was 3am, and John still couldn't figure out how he'd find his first gift. I can't give up. I just can't. I'll just move on to day two. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Day two, two turtle doves. Perfect. I'll order those on www.turtledoves.com. Next day delivery. Yes, please. And done. Easy peasy. Now we wait. Not a great start for John, but surely it would all be uphill from here. So after day one's rocky start, John moved on to his day two task. Two turtle doves. Easy peasy. He ordered them online. Sure, isn't that the easiest way to buy anything these days? But John wasn't aware of the internet scams and was in for a surprise. That must be my package. Oh, John, he really should have done his research. Sign here, please. Thank you. Wait, these aren't turtle doves. They're turtle gloves. Oh, no. Instead of two beautiful birds, John was holding bright green gloves with smiling turtles on them. What was he going to do now? Hmm, they're actually quite nice. Maybe she'll like them anyway. Hello. Hi, John. Did I leave my gloves in your car? I think I lost them, and it's so cold today. You lost your gloves? Really? You know, I think I saw them somewhere. No, I definitely saw them somewhere. Don't buy new ones. Okay, great. Let me know when you find them. Bye. Phew, maybe she will like these after all. So John was off the hook for now, but will his luck run out? He still got 10 more gifts to sort out. Next up, John had to find three French hens. Where am I going to get three French hens? Maybe I could go down to the farm down the road and see if they have any of them that speak French. Nah, they're definitely Irish. Suddenly, John had an idea. Where else would he get French hens? Only in France. I need to get to France ASAP, to the airport. Hi, can I get a ticket on your next flight to France, please? Hello, sir. How are you, sir? Where in France would you like to go, sir? Anywhere in France. I'm sorry, sir. Please lower your tone, sir. Could you please choose a destination, sir? Anywhere in France, please. Paris, anywhere. Okay, sir. One ticket to Paris coming up, sir. That would be 12,000 euros, sir. What? What's the hold up? Okay, okay. Do you take cards? So with a big dream in his head and a huge dent in his bank account, John set off for the land of romance, cheese and croissants, not hens. 
John spent the day searching high and low for hens. Every field, every farm, every hen party to find them somehow. Ahem, bonjour, bonjour, comment t'appelles? John Natal. Oui, oui. Sandrine, what in the world is he talking about? I think he wants to go to the toilet. Oui, oui. Where are you taking us? John quickly made his way back to the airport. Well, maybe not that quickly. He stopped for a pan au chocolat on the way. When in France, right? Anyway, when he got home with the hens, he ticked them off the list. Only eight more days of gifts to go. It's that time of year we gather to spread good cheer. It's been a long year of remote homeworking. So let's check in on our four calling birds at the Christmas Elf Call Centre. Hello and welcome to the Santa Sleigh Hotline. How can I help you today? Feathers, for someone who tweets all day, have you not checked Twitter? Our hotline has rebranded. We're now Meta Santa Sleigh Hotline, helping you have a better day. Hello and welcome to Meta Santa Sleigh Hotline, helping you have a better day. Hello, this is John. I ordered four calling birds for my true love. The advertisement said they would deliver in three working days and they still haven't arrived. I don't know what I'm going to do if they don't get here. Okay, John, no need to get yourself in a flap. Let me look your order up on the system. Hold for one moment. Your call is very important to us. Hey Feathers, did you see an order for four calling birds? Oh no, don't tell me it's another love bird trying to find his true love. They're the worst. Hello John. Yes, I can see your order. Now the thing is, you didn't select Santa Supreme Super Speedy Packaging. But don't worry, we have an exciting deal. For just 50 extra euro, we can offer next day delivery. What? It's already cost me a wing and a leg. What can I say, John? The course of true love never did run cheap. Okay, I'll do whatever it takes. Don't worry, John. We have an impeccable service. Your order is on its way and have a cracking day. It was day five and John knew his next gift would be very important. Five gold rings. He could afford maybe one gold ring, but not five. He had to come up with a plan. What if I didn't buy the actual rings? What if I bought a Halloween brack and found the rings in those? I'd definitely be able to afford those. Yes. Oh, but Halloween was ages ago. I won't be able to get them in the shop now. John knew the brack industry was huge in Ireland. They're a bit like Santa's elves. They get preparing the bracks for the next year almost immediately after Halloween. To the brack factory! It was a long journey to the brack factory on Ghostly Lane, Spookstown. Up a dark winding path with bare trees hanging overhead, John eventually came to the factory. Ugh, this is creeping me out. Can I help you? Hi, yes, I'm wondering if you could help me win over my true love. There's no such thing. The only real true love in life is the love of Baron Brack. Uh, okay. Well, in that case, you're right. It's the Brack I love. That's why I'm here. I need five of them as soon as possible. You love Brack? Uh-huh. Hmm, you do look like someone who would be a member of We Love Brack Club. Okay, fine. Five, was it? Yes, please. Wait here. Here you go. Five of our finest bracks, hot out of the oven. Cherish them. Love them. Take them out to dinner. Do whatever it takes, my good man. Uh, okay. Thank you. John took the bracks home and immediately began digging. But these were no ordinary bracks. 
The rings were the best hidden rings ever. He clawed and dug through brack after brack, and after five hours and the stickiest hands he'd ever had, he had found the final ring. That's the fifth one. I'm done. Phew. I hope they fit her. John ate some of the demolished brack for tea and went to bed. Maybe this wasn't as hard as he thought. Up next was day six. Six geese alang. What on earth? Who made this up and why were they so obsessed with birds? Where is she going to keep all these birds? In cages? In a birdhouse? Has John even thought about this? Six geese alang. As in laying eggs or laying down? I think laying down might be easier. I trained my dog to lie down. How hard could it be to train a goose? Luckily, John had already bought six geese at the Goose Farm Black Friday sale, but never asked the goose seller if they were trained or not. So we quickly Googled Goose Trainer Ireland. After scrolling to tons of actual goose shoes, he eventually found a link. Goslin, the award-winning goose trainer. Hmm. John immediately called her and hired her. If anyone was going to train these geese, Gosling was the woman for the job. All right, geese. Welcome to Goose Boot Camp. This isn't going to be a waddle in the park. No, no. You're in for a grueling training session. No pain, no grain. You hear me? No honking around. Ten laps of the garden. Go, go, go. Gosling, are you sure? Trust the process, John. I'm a professional. Six hours later, 600 laps of the garden, 6,000 beaks up later, John's geese could not only lie down and lay eggs on command, they could cook a Christmas dinner and make a strawberry cheesecake. My work here is done. Wow, thanks. Think you can train them to wash my underwear? Don't push it. Never mind. And so day six was sorted, and so was Christmas dinner. And no, they'll be making the menu, not on the menu. John was in a terrible state. He had no idea where he would find seven swans a-swimming. He took a dip at the aquatic centre and had no luck. He went kayak on the Grand Dock, but only found a sum of ducks. And just then, when he thought all hope was lost as he stood in the cold and freezing frost, in the corner of his eye, he spotted a woman carrying a loaf and wearing a dry robe. He ran past Dorky, he ran to the 40-foot, he ran to the pier. His plan was not clear. But he knew deep down that if he followed that woman, she would stop and help John with his mission. Please stop, please stop. I can't keep running. What? Who are you and why are you following me? I need to catch at least seven swans a swimming. Hmm, did you try the swan stopping centre in Rathmines? I did, but it was crammed with Black Friday deals. But that loaf of bread looks mighty fine. Do you think I could borrow it to lure some in? What? This bread is organic, deluxe range. Besides, what you want is cabbage and greens. It's much better for the swans, if you please. So, they hopped on the dart and rushed to the city, where they saw seven swans swimming in the Liffey. They threw in cabbage and they threw in kale. They threw in wheat. That was stale. Alas, the swans came one by one. John began to have some fun. They crammed into a free-now taxi. They rode home in style. Very classy. 
It was day eight and John finally felt like he was getting into the swing of this gift collecting. Next on the list, eight maids and milking. He thought long and hard about where he might find those. Milking, cows, a dairy farm. John ran to his fridge and pulled out a carton of milk. On the back was a picture of a smiling woman standing in a field of cows. Molly O'Moore, dairy farm, County Cork. If anyone can help me, it's Molly. A train, a bus and a taxi ride later, John finally arrived outside the dairy farm. What on earth? Hi! You must be John! I'm Molly, the chief milker here at the farm. Sorry about the noise. What's going on? Well, we've got a big order for milkshakes. And? Oh, John, you really are city boy, aren't you? Well, here in Dunder Doobie Dairy Farm, we shake the milk before we make the milkshakes. It's our little secret in our recipe. And what better way to shake the milk and get the cows moving? John couldn't believe what he was seeing. The entire cow shed was filled with dancing cows, sliding, flossing, shaking their bums. They were really enjoying themselves. I like to move it. I like to move it. My milkshake brings the balls to the yard. They're like, it's better than yours. Milk, shake it off, milk, shake it off. Whoa. I know, impressive, right? But John, if you utter a word of this to anyone and reveal our secret, I have no choice but to, let's just say, remove you from the situation. My lips are sealed. But listen, how about in exchange for keeping your secret? You can maybe give me a lend of your best eight milkers? After a lot of bargaining with Molly, she finally decided she would give her best eight milkers the day off they needed to help John out with his quest for true love. So John headed home with his eight maids of milking sorted and a very strange secret. He knew he had a difficult few days ahead of him. It was day nine and John knew he needed to act fast. He had four more days of gifts to find, but only two days to do it. He checked his list. Nine ladies dancing, 10 lords a-leafing, 11 pipers piping, and 12 drummers drumming. Hang on a sec. I think I might be able to find all of these things in one place. Instead of rushing to grab his jacket and leg it out the door, John made his way to the living room and sat on the couch and turned on the TV. Uh, John, what are you doing? You don't have time for watching TV. What about the gifts? Hello, and welcome back to Ireland's Got Talent. It's the first day of auditions, and the contestants are very nervous backstage. First up, we have a dance group. Let's see what our judges think. Take it away, ladies. Hello, girls. Tell us a bit about yourselves. Hi, we're the nine ladies dancing. What an original name. Okay, whenever you're ready. Okay, over to you, judges. What did you think? Hi, girls. Wow, what can I say? That was fantastic. You were all in time perfectly and really entertained me. Hi, girls. Look, I love this. You're all very talented dancers. I wasn't too keen on the song choice, though. It was beautiful. Just beautiful. I've never seen anything like it. Okay, thank you, judges. Our next act this evening is an all-male ballet troupe. Please welcome the Leaping Lords. Hi guys, you all look great tonight. How many of you are there? There are 10 of us, and thank you. 
We've waited our whole lives for this. Okay, the stage is yours. My goodness, that was incredible. But it doesn't matter what I think. Over to you judges. I'll be honest with you guys. When I saw you all walk out here, I thought this was gonna be awful, but you proved me wrong. That blew me away. Amazing, just amazing. It was like you were just born to leap on the stage. Uh, that was just beautiful. Up next, we have a group of instrument players. Let's see what our judges make of this. Hi there, guys. I need to pull myself together. What are those instruments you're holding? These are Ellen pipes. All 11 of us have been practicing together since we were two years old. And we are so happy to have this opportunity. Two years old? <laughs> That's so cute. Off you go, guys. never seen that in a show before. Let's see what our judges think. Hi guys, usually that wouldn't be my cup of tea, but for some reason you changed my mind. Well done. I loved it. It's so great to have some tribe music in this show. I'm so glad you guys came here today. Two years old. <laughs> um, all right, is she okay? Everyone, we're almost out of time for today, but before we go, we have one more act. Moving on. Next up, we have a percussion group. Let's see if these guys will go off with the bang. Hi guys, what have we got here then? Drums? Hello, here we are, a 12-piece drumming group. You can't beat us. Okay guys, whenever you're ready. test after that but it was worth it judges what did you think well it's just drums really isn't it so i thought this was just going to be noise however what you guys do with those drums is nothing short of magic wow 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 i really think you guys will be one to beat this year <laughs> see what i did there <laughs> okay folks that's all we've got time for today tune in next week to see what our auditionees have in store for us good night john sat in his seat for a moment in shock, he couldn't believe what he just saw. All four of his final gifts on TV? Am I dreaming? It's almost too good to be true. John left in his car and drove straight to the TV studio 30 minutes away. Hopefully he would catch them leaving. One by one, he tracked the acts down and convinced them to help him out. Nine ladies dancing, check. 10 lords are leaping, check. 11 pipers piping, check. And 12 drummers drumming, Wait, uh-oh. Wait, where's the 12th member? Oh, you mean Mark? Well, the fame has gone to his head already. He left the group when he came off stage and said he was gonna live this celeb life in LA. But the rest of us can do it. No, 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 I need 12. There has to be 12. Sorry, man, no can do. Unless, can you teach me? Sure, you can sign up for lessons. No, no, I need to learn by tomorrow. What? Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. Suppose we could pull an all-nighter? What you say? Yes, let's do it. So John went back to the drummer's rehearsal studio and drummed all night long. Turns out he was somewhat of a natural. It was 6 a.m. 
and John finally said his goodbyes and went home for a nap. He was meeting Sarah at 2pm for a Christmas Eve lunch and to surprise her with all the gifts. He was finally done, so he closed his eyes and drifted off. Ugh, what time is it? 1.30 p.m.? Oh no, oh no, oh no! John had 30 minutes to gather everything and meet Sarah in the park. He jumped out of bed, still in yesterday's clothes, and got to rounding everything up. He stuffed it all into his car and almost ran four red lights on the way. He ran as fast as he could through the park and spotted Sarah sitting on a bench. John, what is all this? You look awful. Have you been awake all night? What is going on? Happy Christmas, Sarah! With that, drummers, pipers, leapers, and dancers all came out from behind the trees and bushes and started to play together while John lined up the other gifts. Look, Sarah, 12 drummers drumming, 11 pipers piping, 10 lords a-leaping, 9 ladies dancing, 8 maids a-milking, 7 swans a-swimming, 6 geese a-laying, 5 gold rings, 4 calling birds, 3 french hens, Two turtle gloves, long story. Oh no, John forgot to go back to day number one's gift. Oh no, Sarah, I was meant to go back to day one, but I got so distracted trying to get the other things. This whole thing is ruined. I wanted to prove to you that we were true loves. What a disaster. John, wait. Sarah turned and from behind the bench pulled out a pear tree in a pot and sitting in the tree was a beautiful speckled partridge. What? How on earth did you? I know a guy. What does this mean? I love you, John. I love you too. Aww. So after Sarah met all the performers, drank some milk and pet the swans and geese, calling birds and spoke some French with the hens, tried on the rings and gloves, her and John held hands and walked through the park together, looking at the Christmas lights. And they did the same thing every Christmas after to remember the amazing gifts John got for her that year. And they lived happily ever after. <laughs>